It's the Borders 105.7 Triple M Pip here and now joined by Jack Jones. Hello, Jack. Good morning, Pip. How are you? Good, thank you. Now, you've got a new musical venture and you've teamed up with the wonderful Rick Price. Tell me all about this. Okay, well, it's a, um, it's a celeb- it's called California Dreaming and it's a celebration of songs from the kind of 60s and 70s that are part of that California Dreaming era and uh, West Coast uh, kind of sound. So it's like Jackson Brown, The Eagles, Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, uh, The Birds, uh, Mamas and the Papas, uh, James Taylor, uh, you know, bands, bands that were all sort of hanging out up in the, you know, Hollywood Hills um, during that 60s and 70s kind of period. And they're all sort of in, it, it, was, it was quite an incestuous time, so they were all kind of connected to each other. <clears throat> so we decided to make this record and, uh, and celebrate this music because it's been, both, uh, been a part of both of our lives, you know, early, early in our life. Um, but music that, you know, we sort of grew up either listening to... Um, you know, through our parents or hearing on the radio or whatever. So, yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, we're very excited about it. It's been um, it's been a great journey. We made the record at Rick's house, and he lives in Nashville, and um, we just kind of knocked it out, and we're very excited about it. So explain to me how you guys sort of came together in the first place, because when I think of you both, there's a huge amount of great Aussie hits from the 90s. Do you two knock about together or been friends and colleagues for a long time and just sort of went, hey, this sounds like fun? Or how did it all come about? Was it a lovely drinking session where you went, that sounds like a great idea? (laughs) Well... Um, Rick and I met, first met each other in about 1990 or 91. It was very early in the piece uh, for me. Um, I think that our record had just come out and we did something on Hey Hey It's Saturday together. That was when we first met. And, um, and I remember thinking, oh, that's Rick Price. Like, you know, I can't believe I'm singing a song with him. Like, wow. Um, but we quick became friends. And, you know, we, don't, we didn't see each other all the time. Obviously, you know have pretty busy uh, lives, but every time we'd kind of get together or run into each other, we'd be like, you know, man, we should really like do a musical kind of project. That was just like 25 years ago. Yeah. Um, and, but, but, you know, after, I think, if, I think in the, in the mid to late nineties, Rick and I did a, a bunch of shows together. We also did some shows with Tommy Emmanuel, you know, the three of us touring around the place mm-hmm. and playing together and alone. So, um, so there was always the, we always knew that we kind of sounded good together. We always knew that we had a great rapport. We always felt that uh, it was just a matter of time before something, you know, before we we get the opportunity to record something together. And we never really knew what that was, was how that was going to look. But um, when the opportunity came out, uh, came to us to make this record, we just were like, we've got to do this. And, you know, we jumped, we threw ourselves into it. And, um, so it's been it's it's all been very organic and happened very very sort of naturally, but um, but I think that's what kind of makes it uh, it gives it a bit of its charm as well uh, and the the you know the the song list <laughs> I mean that's absolutely uh, we, uh, we've done the songs you know duet sort of style I guess that's what kind of makes it unique and of course we're gonna you got to do it when there's two male singers. So we've just, uh, you know, we kind of split the songs up, and that's all. That all happened very easily too. People were like, "How did you make them 
how did you, you know, decide who was going to sing what? And, and it all just kind of happened, you know. We there wasn't a boxing match or... <laughs> a bit of thumb wrestling, you know, rock, yeah. paper, scissors, scissors you know. <clears throat> So it's just been, it's been a really, really organic and uh, an enjoyable experience. And now we're, now we're getting, now the album's finished, we're getting to, you know, go out and, and play a few songs acoustically for people and have chats about it. And it's really, it's been wonderful. It's been great so far. Were there any songs when it came to making the album that you really wanted to include, but when it came to doing them, you just went, actually, this isn't working? Um, look, no, because I think what happened was when songs, like, the, the, excuse me, when, when something didn't work, it was very instant. Right. And all, all sort of attachment that one might have was just disappeared. It just kind of vaporized. So if there was a song like, oh, we really want to do this song, and then we started playing it, it was like, we just look at each other and we go, that's just not going to work, is it? And because there is such a great body of work to choose from, it wasn't, it wasn't difficult to, um, you know, to, uh, to, to move through that experience. Um, because the things that, that, that worked... Uh, worked so well and, and just, you know, they just instantly felt good. Mm. It was a bit of a no-brainer like that, you know. Some of these musicians that you've taken on are just, I mean, some of the biggest names of the last, can we even say mm. probably century. When you sit back yeah. and you, you record these songs, do you ever think about what those artists would think if they heard it? Yeah, look, I try to not think about that too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, but I, but I'm so proud of this record that I would, that I would, like happily, like I don't want to sound conceited when I say that, but I would love to know what some of them think. I probably wouldn't, but I would. Like yeah. there's that little part of me that would really love to know. Um, you know, we've tried to. It's not really. It's not like. It's not a copy record where we've just tried to do everything exactly the same as as the, uh, you know, the originals, although we have stayed true to the melodies of the songs and the form of the songs. I think that's um, important because if you're going to cover something, you kind of got to, you know, you've got to remain faithful to it whilst putting your own spin, but nobody wants to hear a completely jagged, you know, completely off-target kind of a song. Yes, you're right. And I think it can be very, uh, <clears throat> like, personally, in my world, when I go and do, like, shows, if I do a cover, I don't have any problem doing a jarring version of it, like myself. Um, that said, I don't make a business out of doing it. But with with this record, with Rick and I, we were very, very um, conscious of keeping the, the <clears throat> integrity of the songs because that is really what we are celebrating. So, um, and you're right, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a risky business. But, you know, you also don't want to just make a, uh, like a cheap imitation sort of version of the real thing because that's mm. pretty uninspiring and not, and not very kind of, you know, it doesn't really light people up. So we've, what we've tried to do is maintain those, those, um, those elements but also uh, inject ourselves into it and, um, and, you know, put a little flavour here and there. And, and uh, obviously the minute Rick and I sing, it's, um, you know, it's 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 us doing it so and and then the other thing is i guess because we're doing these songs in that you know duet sort of style it's uh it that in itself really changes the landscape um hopefully in a nice in, like in a pleasant way you know one thing that i am slightly 
disappointed about Jack. Um, it's a little yeah. bit serious here. Rick, okay. Rick is no longer sporting an incredible mane of hair. What happened? Neither of us are, unfortunately. <laughs> but moving on. No, well, you know, it's just uh, <laughs> this is the 90s, I guess. Yeah. We were doing what you did in the 90s. Uh, oh, I just went and relived some of the YouTube gold yesterday, and I was like, this is brilliant. <laughs> this is just so brilliant. Yeah. Where Where is hair like that in 2017? It's all in buns, you know? Let it well, run loose. You know, that's a good question, and I, I'm with you. And I think, you know, set it free, let your freak flag fly, and just go for it. <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it back. I love it. Thank you, Jack Jones. Now, uh, the <laughs> album California Dreaming is out now. You're hitting the road. When can we see you and where? Um, okay, so we don't have any tour dates yet, although we do know we will be touring with a full band and doing a full show next year. Uh, so 2018, April, May. That's what we're talking about at the moment. But uh, Rick's got a... Um, a solo tour happening at the moment and he probably wouldn't mind me plugging that anyway so you can go to his website and check out check out his dates and um, see what's happening he's playing in Melbourne uh, round now around now like the next uh, like maybe even tonight oh uh, tomorrow night so yeah I'm sure he'd love to uh, to see see people down at the gigs and it's a great show and um, we're just really 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 stoked and excited to be taking California Dreaming as a musical entity to people next year we're, we're really super excited about it so i hope we're going to see we're going to see you out there when, when we start flogging it again <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great now jack on the station at the moment we are running oztober it's a celebration of aussie music so it would be remiss of me not to ask you um your time in the music industry in australia of course southern suns we are still playing heart in danger that's an incredible song and rick had some huge huge hits um, from your time as well, working in Farnsey's backing band, he's actually coming to the border in March and we're so excited about it. What are some of your favourite memories of that time? Um, well, look, I had, some, I had some incredible experiences playing with John in those early days. Um, and obviously with the Suns, you know, we, we had, we had some, some magnificent uh, times. And, but, you know, for me when I was... When I was growing up in the country, 14 years old, practicing guitar, you know, two, three, four, five, sometimes six hours a day, eight hours a day, some on the weekends and stuff. Um, I just wanted to be, like, I just wanted to be like a guitar player in someone's band. And um, and when Southern Suns happened, you know, when I was 14, I watched the Don Burroughs collection and I saw uh, Virgil Donati playing with this woman, this jazz singer, Linda Cable, and I was like, I'm going to be in a band with that guy one day. And um, and to have that all kind of unfold, I think that time for me was just a really, really magical time. And after, I still get blown away, um, you know, with musical experiences that I have. I mean, on this record, I was sitting next to Dan Dugmore, who played the original pedal steel Guitar, uh, pedal steel solo on Blue by You, Linda Rodstadt. Oh, he was wow. playing playing on our song, <laughs> like on our version of that song, and I was crying. Like I'm just sitting there weeping, and to think that at this point in my life I'm still getting to have those, and I, and I don't think that's ever gonna, going to end. Um, you know, while I'm doing this, but uh, you know, those first shows with John were really, really magical for me because I'd look over and I'd see this guy that I admired and thought was, you know, and I still think John is one of the 
the greatest singers ever to walk the earth. You know, he is phenomenal. Mm. Um, and to have those experiences and then to be, you know, so we would open for John and then Sam Brown, Sam Brown would go on. You know, I was a massive fan of hers. And, um, and then Phil and I would go on and play in John's band. And that was, that was pretty extraordinary. I mean, for, a, for an 18-year-old kid, really, you know, like 19, 18, 19, that was, that was pretty awesome for me. And I, and I really, really, I, I think I did, didn't really get to, didn't actually get to uh, fully experience it at the time because mm. I think I was so overwhelmed almost by, by the fact that that was kind of happening. But when I do, when I look back on it now, I'm just like, wow, that was like awesome. <laughs> you know, it was a really... It was a really, really magical time. So, um, yeah, I don't know if there's one in there, but um, that whole that whole period for me was really quite extraordinary. And I'm very, very thankful for it. And thanks for still playing that song because, you know, I still play that song too. So <laughs> it's nice that, that, uh, that I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, we still love it here at Triple M in Albury. Uh, Jack Jones, I think we might be getting close to being out of time. Can't wait to uh, get my years all over California Dreaming. Your team up with Rick Price celebrating some of the biggest West Coast Californian hits and sounds of the 60s and 70s. All the best and we can't wait to see you when you hit the road next year. Thank you so much, people. I look forward to seeing you too, mate. Cheers.